Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Are you blessed to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Glory to God, I tell you. Uh, God has blessed. Amen. Amen. And this year is fastly uh, approaching to the end. Amen. How many know good things come at the end? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm waiting for it. It got too much, not turn it down, but just take it. It got too much something up in it. I don't know what it is. Amen. There. All right. All right. Amen. Sound a lot better. God bless you. Amen. Okay. I got a couple of announcements. Immediately after service, we're going to have uh, those uh, in the Christmas play uh, to meet immediately after service. The Christmas play will be December the 14th at 7 p.m. Amen. Come on, let's give God praise for that. I want you to be out and invite your friends out. Amen. Hallelujah. I thank God for the Christmas season. Amen. Uh, we know that he wasn't born on Christmas somewhere in the summertime, but I thank God uh, that, that, that we honor him during this season. How many just give God glory for Jesus? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Also, uh, uh, this is warfare, my folks. That means that we're fighting for everything all the way up to the end of the year. Amen. Things that never have shot the whole. Amen. We got, we got, uh, son tomorrow, we got about 31 days. Amen. Uh, we're going to be having a conference call every night at uh, 8 o'clock. Amen. 8.30. Uh, every night at 8.30, uh, starting tomorrow night, we're going to do a 31 day conference call. We're going to be here. Uh, at 10.30 on December the 31st to shout. Amen. Hallelujah. Those of you who watch us up on the internet, if you're in the Tampa area or you come in here for a vacation, uh, you can come right here December 31st. We're going to have a blast here going into the year of 2015. Amen. But I am expecting God to move in these next 30 days. I expect for things to happen. I expect for doors to open. Amen. In these next 31 days, we, that's why we're having this prayer, because sometimes the enemy takes different things. Amen. There's a lot of, there's a lot of things that should have happened uh, during the year that has not happened yet. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And, and uh, toward the end of the service, we have the secretary to give the, uh, uh, the conference call number. Amen. Those of you that want to uh, uh, come on. Amen. Well, I say let's give my wife a great big God bless you for the word. And Bishop Wingfield, it's good to have a word. You said no. I looked at him and said, go on, go ahead, sure. <laughs> amen, amen. I believe that if you're preaching, you are you should always be ready. Hallelujah, somebody. I said if you're preaching, you should always be ready. Bible said be ready in season and out of season. Is that alright? God bless you. Uh, so I just believe that we are ready people and we shall always be ready. Amen. Hallelujah. You have to follow me, praise and worship leaders. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord and the joy of the Lord is my 
Somebody shout, Lord, Lord, this is all, this is all I have. I have. God, in the name of Jesus, we give the glory, honor, and praise. I thank you, God, for all that you're doing and all that you're going to do. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. I come against every demon power, every demonic force, saying whatever you have for this sermon and for this people, we rebuke you right now, for the word of God shall go forth. Now, God, we are ready. We are sitting already, Lord. God ready to hear what you say. Speak, Holy Ghost, like never before. We receive your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Be seated. Hallelujah. Give God a great big hand as you go to your seat. Amen. This is all 
I have. I'm going to jump right into the word of the Lord today. One thing I, I understand and I know about God's word is that God's word is true. And I, I'm thankful for his word. And I am thankful for a place to be where the word of God can go forth. I'm thankful to have a church that I can go to. Amen, somebody. Uh, I know I'm the pastor of the church, but I thank God for the other pastors that are in here that I can sit down and receive a word from the Lord. It's good to be able to come to a place where you can receive something from God, that you can be surrounded by people, that you can sit down and receive a word from God. And I'm just thankful that I got somewhere to go to. Is there anybody in the place right now that can say, I'm thankful that there is somewhere I can go to? to receive a fresh word of the Lord. So you have to understand that we all, the Bible said many of the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers us out of them all. That means that you go through stuff every single day, but it's not going to defeat you because you're going to rise above it all. Tell somebody and tell them, I'm going to rise above it all. I don't care how big it may seem, how big your mountain is in front of you, I'm going to rise above it all. Through the, through the heartache and the pain, I'm going to rise above it all. Through the good times and the bad, I'm going to rise above it all. Is there anybody in here that has already declared that you're going to rise above it all? The devil has already taken his best shot at you, uh, but his best shot still cannot knock you down. Uh, that means you should have been gone a long time ago, uh, but it was by the grace of the living God that you are yet still here, seated in your right mind, looking as good as you're looking in your right mind. After all you have been through, you are yet still here. Somebody shout, I am yet still here. I feel like preaching upon this day right here. I feel the Holy Ghost pushing me already. Uh, there only be one thing. Somebody here is sitting already. If it's you, shout it's me. Shout it's me. Bible declares. Now, the people of Israel, and when you read over the Bible, you will, you will see the people of Israel in, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, you will see uh, the people of Israel. The people of Israel was God's people. They were the people that God had handpicked. They were not a perfect people, but God just looked at them and said, I pick you. I pick you to bless you. I pick you to be with you. I pick you to lead you. And I pick you to guide you. It is something when God picks you. You look around yourself and you see uh, uh, how hard people go through different things. But when you are picked by God, somehow you come out. And you have to realize that you did not come out on your own. You is by the grace of God that you came out. Uh, some of you are still in and trying to fight your way out. There is nothing with trying to fight your way out. There's a problem with it. You are in whatever you are dealing with and in your sin and in your poverty and you are good right there. But see, when you really have the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost will nudge you to come out of things that he don't want you in. Uh, y'all ain't gonna help me up in here. It is amazing when God began to pull on you. You can actually fill it up in your spirit. Come on, somebody. If you overgo the Holy Ghost and then you sit down, it's a conviction that comes on you. That conviction lets you know that you belong to him. Yeah. 
When there is no conviction, when you can say whatever you want to say and do whatever you want to do, uh, and there's no conviction, you got to question yourself. Uh, do you really belong to God? Uh, because when you disappoint him, something on the inside of you uh, don't like disappointing him. Y'all ain't going to help me up in here. Something on the inside of you said, we got to get ourselves together. Uh, that you are sitting in the church today uh, because you're saying to yourself, we got to get ourselves together. I don't know about you, but I believe there's some more stuff I can be doing for the kingdom of God. Uh, I believe there's some more stuff that he can cut me off from. Uh, I believe he can straighten my attitude out good. Uh, I believe he can build my faith up more. Come on, somebody. Is there anybody up in here that say I got to be built just a little bit more? Just a little bit more. The Bible said, not the Israelites, he took the Israelites. And he had a land flowing with milk and honey. Had a land flowing milk and honey for them. That means they was going to go into a place that God rightfully has designed for them. And as we're approaching the Christmas time, those of you who have kids and relatives and just different people that you associate with, you are looking forward to just buying them a little something or sitting down eating with them or saying Merry Christmas to them. Uh, that's the same way God sees us. That's right. With our kids, you do good for your kids. Those of you that are in our right mind, don't you do that? Those of you that are in our right mind. Uh, we, we, we buy for the kids. We treat them right. Come on, somebody up in here. So God, we are God's kids, and, and he wants to give us things. So the Bible said, he told the Israelites, this is what I have for you right here. I want to give it to you. You don't have to work for it. I just want to give it to you. Sometimes God just give us things. Things that we have not even worked for, he just give it to us. Some of the jobs you own, God is just, he just give it to you. And you don't qualify for it, but he just give it to you. The overtime that you're working, God has just given it to you. Y'all ain't going to have you up in here. Uh, even the spouses that you have, God has just given it to you. Y'all ain't going to help me up in here. Some of the cars you have driving. And driving right now, God has given it to you. There's a lot of things that God has just handed to you. Uh, uh, you didn't deserve it, but he handed it to you. Come on, somebody up in here. Uh, so God wanted to just give them houses and land. Just for honoring me, you can just have it. Just for being my child. And there are certain things just for being a child of the Almighty God. That you are entitled to. And it will take me all Sunday to, 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 to teach you everything that you are entitled to. But by being a child of the king, you are entitled to peace. Uh, that surpasses all understanding. Peace that surpasses all understanding. Meaning that when chaos is all around you, you are sitting there not, not being overwhelmed by it. And you saying, you know what? This too shall pass. Peace that surpasses all understanding. And by being a child of the king, you are entitled to joy. Uh, joy unspeakable, not happiness, but joy. Uh, come on, somebody up in here. Uh, you are excited just by where you are right now. And it's amazing that whatever state that you're in in life, you can sit there and you can be excited about whatever state. The Bible says, uh, Paul said, I know how to, how to be content in every area of my life. I know how to have something to know and not how to have some things. Come on, somebody. I know how it is before. I know how it is to be 
hungry. But whatever state I am in, I am content. It's amazing for God to take you from, from, from this state to that state and you're still sitting back and you're being content. Are there any content people up in here? Because see, when you when you said, God, let your will be done, you don't want to rush for anything. Because rushing for something, it means that you are not ready for it. But when you said, God, at your time, whatever you see fit, bring me up into the place that you have for me. Uh, you don't ever want a baby to come too soon because when a baby comes too soon, the baby lungs cannot be developed, the baby ears cannot be developed. You want that baby to come right on time. And I believe that somebody is pregnant with something right about now. I believe that somebody is in a delivery mode right about now. I believe that somebody feel a push in your spirit. You don't know what it is, but it's a pushing going on. Is there anybody up in here that says a pushing going on? It's a pushing going on. It's So the Bible said that now he had all this land for them. Since he had all the land for them, now look around and, 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 and it didn't come fast enough. It's amazing how long God takes for things. Didn't come fast enough for them. So since it didn't come fast enough, they began to complain. When they began to complain, they began to reject God because you can't praise nobody when you're complaining to them all of the time. Uh, you have to remember that God is God and you are you and he created you so he come whenever he get ready. You have to understand that the air that you're breathing, it's God that have allowed you to breathe the air. You do not create the air your own self and begin to breathe it your own self. It's God that has allowed you to breathe the air that you are breathing. So you got to be able to sit back and wait on God. Touch somebody and say, wait on him. Uh, good things come to those who are able to wait and not rush for different things. And we have to all ask God for patience uh, because sometimes God takes too long. Uh, I've had a conversation with a minute time, Pastor D, uh, and he's still in a rush when I told him he was taking too long. He said, not yet, uh, because if I give the full time, you're going to lose everything you have. Uh, so I have to sit back and wait for the proper time uh, to give you what you are, uh, what, what I'm going to give you. And some of you are on the verge right now, uh, and God is about to hand you some things that you have been waiting on. Uh, all the fight that you have been doing, it has been for a purpose. Uh, God has not just allowed you to go through different things, uh, just for you to go through different things if you don't have anything else to do, uh, but everybody went through something different. Uh, that's because God is about to bless everybody in a different way. Come on, somebody up in here. It's worth your wait. But it's like this guy that can wait. So we want some water because we thirst. It's hot out here. Walking up in this desert. So God allowed them to have some water out of a rock. A rock. It was no water. They hit the rock. Water came out. He said, I'm hungry. God gave them manna. Manna means what is it? When they woke up in the in, in the morning, the manna was out there. They ate it. They said, we're going to save something for tomorrow. God said, no, you're going to trust me for tomorrow. That's right. Yeah. All right. In order for God to bless you, you got to trust him one day. Y'all ain't going to help me up in here. Right. Now, I know that we want God to just go ahead and bless us. And we got four or five months ahead. But God only takes it one day at a time. When you can trust him for one day at a time, then God began to really move. But they said, uh-uh, 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 we hungry. And they woke up, they had the manna, they gathered, they got extra pots of pans. And I said, no, one day at a time. They said, uh-uh. See, one thing, right, you have to do it his way. That's right. 
You may not like his way, but you still have to do it his way. So, so, so they woke up. They said, "Okay, well, they got about two or three pots and put extra man up in there. Got up and maggots was over everything. So they had to throw it out anyway." Until they realized one day at a time. And then so they, so, so, so they got the man and began to eat it. And they said, you know what? I'm sick and tired of this man of God. We want, we want some meat. So he gave them one thing. Now they owned their way to wherever he had blessed them with. He took them out of slavery to bring them to a place where he has for them. He took them from poverty to bring them to a place. He took them out of bad relationship to bring them to a place. He took them from a deadbeat job to bring them to a place. He took them from unemployment to bring them to a place. He took out your mama house to bring you to a place. You got evicted, but he still gave you somewhere else to stay to bring you to a place. The first car broke down and he gave you another car to bring you to a place. But that car you got, you want something else because this car is not around like somebody else. He bless you with a spouse. You looking at your spouse, I want another one because this one. Y'all ain't gonna say amen. You don't have to say amen. All right. Oh my God, my God, my God. He brought the spouse to you, but you ain't look at him and you didn't want that spouse, so he passed by. Now you come out, you're praying for a spouse. You just sitting down there waiting on God. And God has brought the same person to you about two or three times, and you still waiting on the Lord. Y'all ain't gonna help me up in here. Uh, because when you're complaining and you're ungrateful, you can't see. Ah, uh, somebody can take the same spouse you have. Y'all ain't gonna help me up in here and make it work. They can take that same car you got and make it work. They can take the same job you got. I know you don't want no real talk up in here this morning, uh, but let us let us do a real. Come on, somebody. The same stuff you think ain't no count. That's a Mississippi word. Ain't no count. God can take that same stuff and make it work. So, God, you know what? I'm just sick of this. You know what? God's going to be in the wilderness. All you're going to die. I'm going to raise your kids up to get the blessing. That's right. So here the text opened up with the kids. said, whatever you want for me, Lord, I got it. Just give me something, God. Just give me something. Whatever it is, give me something. Just give me something. Just give me something. And see, some of you are sitting in the place that you're sitting uh, uh, in your life and on your job. Uh, come on, somebody. Because somebody didn't want what you had. Uh, and you are sitting and saying, okay, God, I'll take it. Y'all ain't going to help me up in here. Uh, I'm too good to do this. Uh, I'll take it like that. Uh, and you are sitting there uh, receiving somebody else's blessing. Uh, but see, you can't sit there and receive what God some up in here. I'm trying to take my time. But I feel some pushing me up in here. Uh, God is looking for somebody that's grateful. God is looking for somebody that can look. He can look down and say, can I bless you with this? I give you this right here. And when you're faithful, he'll take you higher. And you keep being faithful, he'll keep taking you higher. Now the enemy trying to bring complaining up to you. You push complaining to the side. Because somebody else is rolled out worse than where you are right now. But when you lift up your hand and say, thank you, that's the purpose of us praising. Yeah. It's the praisers that get the victory. It's the praisers that get the blessing. It's the one that says, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, to continue to move on. Yeah. 
You praise him in every situation. You lost a job, you saying thank you, Jesus. Yeah. The child is gone away when you're saying thank you, Jesus. You need healing in your body, you're saying thank you, Jesus. Simply because he's in control of everything. And if you belong to him, he already got a baby. Have you ever said thank you, Jesus, in the midst of your hell? And watch it come together, and you need to put your hand to it. Yeah. You got somebody else working for you, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, somebody shot in a word. So now God has pushed them to the side and, and they all dead. And now the kids come and say, okay, God, we want the land that's full of milk and honey. We want the land. So now they get, they got to cross the Jordan. Cross the Jordan. And now they have come up to, to Jericho. And Jericho is the first place that God's going to give them. Now the people in Jericho already know that, that, that it, uh, God is going to allow them to have it. It's amazing that when God gives you stuff, other people already got it. That's right. Yeah. Oh, come on, let's just be real with it. Let's just be real. It's the word. He said, I give you houses that you have not built. That means somebody else built it and was smiling and think it was for them. Yeah. 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 Transfer to you. 
Somebody is riding it, but it's about to be a transfer to you. Yeah. Come on, somebody. If he did it one time, he'll do it again. Yeah. You sit on a job that somebody else was sitting in. Yeah. You live in a house that somebody else was living in. Yeah. Driving a car somebody else drove. the seats you want on. Hallelujah. I'm trying to quit, but I'm going to uh, let, let me just say this one thing. Me and my wife sat down there. We were looking for a house. And we wanted certain things. I said, I want a bathroom outside of the room. I want this and I want that. And, and we couldn't find nobody to do it. Kind of went down again. That movie was Had everything.
They can look over and see Jericho. But they have to get cut first. Yes, they can smell the aroma from Jericho. But they have to get cut first. And when you get cut, it hurts. When you get cut. Uh, and anybody in here have ever been cut? Yeah. It's lonely when you're cut. Yeah. It's the pressure. <laughs> Try to come over you when you're cut. Yeah. You stress all out when you're cut. And there is no future that you can see when you cut. Yeah. Because when you cut, you cry sometimes. And when you cut, you feel that, that pain in your mind sometimes. The person don't even have to be there, but you see it. It's a painful thing to be circumcised and grown. When you're a child, you don't feel it. Yeah. But a child can't possess a land. Yeah. I mean, you've been living for God for a long time. Yeah. And you have grown up to man and womanhood now. You've been through things in life now. Uh, can't nobody just come and tell you anything. Uh, because when they open their mouth, they got to know what they're talking about. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about, you can't come tell me anything. Uh, so God said, uh, now that you are about to possess the land, uh, let me cut you uh, and you enter in. Uh, well, how can I be cut uh, and still possess a land? Uh, because when I'm cut, I'm sore. Uh, and I can't fight like I normally can. Uh, before I get cut, bitch. Somebody shout this all I have. If you let it go uh, and you go ahead and be circumcised, uh, God will take your pain uh, into consideration uh, when you begin to possess the land. Uh, the Bible said uh, they was laying down sore in the camp, uh, but they still have to possess Jericho. Uh, and some of you are sitting here sore uh, because you cut off so many people, bitch. Uh, you're sitting here on her feelings, uh, and you're sitting here being lonely. Uh, somebody and you're uncomfortable huh? touch somebody and say cut it off well the Bible said uh, that they decided to cut it off huh? and he said come on out Jericho huh? and normally when they fight they have swords huh? and they have shields huh? but a shield is mighty heavy huh? when I'm hurting down there Another way. You said, come. Oh. 
my boyfriend beside me. I can still move on. And God said, let it go. And I bring you somebody else that's shown up work. Joshua, he said, I know you've been cut, but the only thing I want you to do is just walk around the building. You don't have to sell word. You don't have to fight like you normally fight. See, what you don't understand is that when you get cut real good, God is going to bless you. And you don't have to fill out all the applications. You're going to be in the McDonald's line, getting a mac chicken with pickles. And then God's going to send somebody to bless you like
shout. Everybody ain't no dancer. I just need one person to help me dance. You don't have to be a dancer. I just need one. So you that clap and clap. So you that shout and shout.